Today's guest is Dana Kirkhoff, a former vice president of growth and marketing and now founder of her own strategic growth consulting firm. Dana's passion for marketing and strategic planning has allowed her to pivot into the emerging space of strategic growth consulting. Join us to learn how strategic growth consulting is different from traditional marketing consulting. Dana will also explain how her customized strategic growth plans can help busy leaders go from feeling confused and overwhelmed about their marketing to finding confidence, clarity, and growth. Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we discuss Miami's international relations. We will showcase Miami's international diplomatic and business landscape and get to know the innovative startups calling Miami home. Meet the people behind the organizations that contribute to Miami's commercial and cultural international growth. Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me, Alejandro. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast. Awesome. I'm glad that I am your first podcast experience. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a good day today? I did. I had a wonderful day. And, um, I've been looking forward to this, this conversation Um, during this time of quarantine. There's just not, there's just an absence of connection. And so whenever you have another opportunity to connect, it's great to take advantage of it. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get to Miami? How did I get to Miami? All right. Well, I was born in Milwaukee in Wisconsin and I've lived in Houston, Texas until I was five, um, Lincoln, Nebraska, until I was in high school. I finished up high school in a small city um, just north of Milwaukee called Fond du Lac. I went to college in Minnesota. That's where I met my husband. And then after we got married, we spent the first eight years in Southern California. And after that, um, we moved to Miami and we've been here for eight years, which is crazy. It's flown by. So all over the Midwest to one coast and then the other. <laughs> that is that is awesome. And now you're here in Miami enjoying our beautiful weather. Oh, yeah. When we had the opportunity to move here, we were it wasn't hard to take it. We were really excited to take it, have our family grow up in this exciting place, this bustling place. And most importantly for us, a very diverse place. We really wanted that for our kids and ourselves. So Miami's perfect for that. And what, uh, what brought you down initially? Was it, was it a job or? Yes, it was a job. So my husband is um, the director of curriculum and instruction at Divine Savior Academy in Doral. That's where I live in Doral right outside of Miami. And so he, when we both went to a teacher training college and he was a teacher and athletic director in Southern California. And then he got this opportunity about eight years ago and he took it. So we've been here ever since. Dana and I go back from when I had a business in Dura. I had a Dura magazine at the time with my, That's right. my business partner. And we reached out to to Divine Saver Academy to see if they were interested in advertisement, and then, then that's how we started our relationship. So we know we know uh, we know about each other for for a little bit. Yeah, probably like five years. I think we figured it out the other day. You were a great partner for our, our school and getting the word out to families in our community. So 
Awesome. It was it was definitely fun uh, working with the magazine and and Doral and you guys. So Data, you have a startup, which is pretty exciting. Yes. Miami is yes. number one in startups. So how how did you originally get into marketing, and how did you um, go all the way to starting your your strategic growth consulting firm? Yes, yes, it's been a wonderful journey. So the older I get. Uh, and the more career experience I have, the more I've noticed some themes in my life and they kind of knit together my past work experience. So I've always been passionate about a few things, but the top two are probably the idea of understanding just so many problems and issues and disagreements and conflicts come from misunderstanding, whether it's an argument, it's personal or it's in the workplace. So this idea of understanding has always intrigued me and about bringing understanding to the world in a lot of different ways. The other big thing that I'm passionate about is growth, personal growth, reading, learning. Um, and I found that those two ideas are linked because we grow when we find understanding. And what I mean is you have to understand you have a problem before you're going to grow past it. So we identify a problem, we become aware of it. We learn how to solve it through research or a mentor. We make a plan, we execute it, and then we gain a whole bunch of confidence when we grow, when we get past it. And then the cycle starts all over again. So those two fascinations, like growth and understanding and the relationship between the two have fueled my work journey. So I started as a teacher. Lots of growth there, understanding, learning. I did that for two years, taught third and fourth grade. Loved it, but I had this nagging feeling that there was some other way that I wanted to express and explore um, those ideas of understanding and growth. And I always loved writing growing up. So I'm like, I'm going to get into writing. I did a lot of freelance writing. Um, that's what I did when my kids were little in Southern California. I was there during the kind of the rise of the fashion blog. So I did a lot of blog writing for like celebrity fashion. And it wasn't like red carpet. It was what do they wear when they're running to the grocery store or dropping their kids off at school? I want... Cameron Diaz's jeans or Lindsay Lohan's bag. And so I was at, I was at home with little, little kids, probably my yoga pants, probably some sort of like baby vomit on my shirt, writing about fashion <laughs> vlogging. It was, awesome. it was awesome. But again, writing communications. And as I did that, since, you know, blogging was becoming monetized, I learned a lot about marketing too. And that was like, another big epiphany in my work journey. And I learned all that I could about marketing through social media, through, you know, tailored blog posts, through brand. And I carried some of my clients with me when my husband, like I said, took the job here in Doral, carried some of that with me, and then eventually brought it to the school um, where I worked Divine Savior Academy in, in Doral. I started working at the school in 2013 as a marketing consultant. And then for the next couple of years after that, I served in a full-time capacity as their director of communications. So I managed the internal communications of the school and the external marketing as well. The next few years for us were ones of extreme growth. So our school of 500 kids went to a school of 1,000 kids. We added a brand new campus in Delray Beach 
here in Florida. We took on an already operating campus as part of our organization, kind of a merger in Houston, Texas, and then another one in Austin, Texas. Besides that, we also opened a program for students who are on the autism spectrum here on our Doral campus. So just tons of growth in those years. It was awesome to experience all the different stages of growth, whether that was taking a school, you know, at the seven-year mark to the 15-year mark or bringing up a whole new campus from the development of buying the land, researching the demographics of a place to see if it could support a private school, to taking something that was just in the middle and bringing it into, you know, the family, a total rebrand of a school. Over those years, I, you know, I transitioned from director of communications to vice president of growth. So still managing all of the marketing, but then also taking on a lot of the development, the strategic planning, the communications, the culture development, brand development. Really, I did it all during those years and I learned so much. It was a blessing. But at the end of this year, it was time to make the next pivot. And that was to open my own strategic growth consulting firm. And I did that this past July. So I'm really excited to have my own business now, my own startup, and to be doing you know, the work of a strategic growth consultant. Well, congratulations. It's very exciting Thank when you. you're in the startup stages always. Thank you. So what is a strategic growth consultant? I mean, I think a lot of us have heard about marketing consulting, but strategic growth consultant is is new to me as a, as a business person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a newer concept. Um, some businesses now are forming this role of VP of growth or growth director. And the idea behind it is that marketing is affects more than just the campaigns that you run or whatever you're doing on social media or your ad work or your print or even your brand. It's a very holistic idea. And I believe in it. I think my experience over the last years has taught me if you're going to fix a problem right, you need to get to the root. And that's what I love about strategic growth. It starts right at the center of an organization and says, okay, where are we? Where do we need to be? And what do we need to do to get there? Um, I, I've seen how people throw money at marketing without really getting to the root of the problem. Such a waste of time and energy. Um, they kind of throw some money at a new ad campaign and hope that it'll like bring a million people in the door without really thinking about, is this product the right product? Is there something that's standing in the way? Is our sales team delivering the way that it needs to be to close the sale? So it looks at your whole organization rather than just your marketing to really understand how you can grow. So it's tied to understanding your message trying to visualize that definitely definitely tie your and that's all tied to who you are right you have to start like who are you as an organization what do you do to help people and then you have to make sure that that message is the one that is delivered in your products and your services and your sales team and all the marketing that you do in your your brand so that has to all line up and when it is that's when companies really get cooking that's where when you find that kind of alignment, um, not only do you build a lot of trust with with customers, but you just deliver things that they need. 
and you find success that way. So yeah, I believe passionately about getting to the root of the problem, making sure that everyone's on board with your marketing, not just one little area of your team, but the whole team, the whole organization. And I also believe that you you need to be strategic about your growth. I One of the wonderful things about living where we live, even in the middle of a of pandemic, is that there are a million opportunities out there to grow yourself, your business, your brand, your products, your partnerships. In fact, you know, once you get your feet off the ground, the next thing that hits you is that you're just bombarded with opportunities. And that's great, but you have to be careful because there's danger in that much opportunity. And the danger is you're going to get distracted or you're going to dilute your focus or you'll get sidetracked or you get wrapped up in unnecessary business and we're busy. So it must be, we're doing something right. (laughs) But you know, even though we feel like we're doing a ton, we realize we're not doing the right things to actually grow. And so you have to be careful that those opportunities don't take away from your strategic, you know, your strategic growth. You have to be really strategic about your growth, I think. I I, I agree with you. Um, from having my own business at the time and, and from learning from other friends who start their businesses and getting involved in the startup community, I think it's when you grow, you grow because people are adopting your technology or adopting your services or buying your products. Um, and a lot of people sometimes get stuck. They just, they don't really spend the time to plan how early you're going to grow. Like, and, and sometimes that is left to the founder or, or to the sales manager, but it's not really separated to mm-hmm. really give it the time it deserves. Mm-hmm. I so agree. And there's a couple of things that I love that you said. And one is like, there's stages of growth, right? And each stage of growth needs kind of a new plan. And especially once you get team members, if you don't have a plan to grow, you're, that's when silos happen in organizations and businesses, you know, they do this, they do that, these, and we're not working together as a powerhouse to move growth forward. And you've got teammates that feel left out. That's no good. Doesn't help the culture of of your place. I agree. And sometimes growth plans are very general. Like we want to be the best in our. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? We just want to grow. Just like (laughs) money. Money is the plan. It's like no, no, no. In a really great business organization, money is a result. It's not the end point. You know, and there are people that think it is. I don't, I don't, I don't. I think your business organization helps people in some way or helps them solve a problem in some way. And that's the exciting part. And then the money is a result. If you help people well, if you do a good job, if you provide something they need, you're going to have success and you'll have money at the byproduct too. It's true. It's true. So when should people think about hiring a strategic growth consultant like you? <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great question. Since strategic growth consultant or VP of growth is a new title that's emerging as people get more holistic about their businesses, they wonder, okay, so what, what do you do? When, when can you help me? What can you help me with? So I think there's a few times you know, uh, we were talking before about there's different stages of growth. So one time is when you're just starting your business and organization, you cannot afford an in-house marketing director, but you need to create your brand and you need to develop a marketing plan. And it's critical because I'm guessing you don't have a lot of money at that point. (laughs) 
but you need to grow. And it's hard to invest in that, but it's critical. It's really critical because growth is the most important thing you need to do in those, those beginning months and years. So that's one time. I think another time is when you're stuck and you're not growing. You've, you've experienced some success, but you've hit a plateau and you just can't figure out why. I think a consultant brings a fresh set of eyes and an outside perspective that can kind of help you identify the root of your growth issues and then bring some new solutions to the table. Um, another time is during transition and change. Maybe you've had certain key members of your team leave, um, and with it, maybe some of the vision left or your marketing director left, or you're going from having a firm outsource, you know, your marketing to bringing it in house. And you want someone to come in as a third party and say, you know, this is how I think you can navigate this change, or this is the person, um, you might want to consider hiring as you make the jump. Um, or you're launching a new product, something like that. Um, I think another time is after you've grown a lot and you're scaling, maybe going from one location to two. Um, and you need to ensure that your brand stays consistent. When you have more people on the team, your brand can get diluted. And it's really important that you write down your brand, you clarify your messaging, you have it on paper, and then you train people in it. So the consultant can come help you crystallize all of that on paper to help you train people in it. And then also, you know, write that plan out with your team and say, okay, team, this is our path to growth. This is everyone's role. And then we can move forward together. I think the last time is when you as like the leader want to understand what you're doing. I think a leader and uh, an owner has to do so many things and we're only good at a few things. We're only really good at a few things and marketing is a huge investment for a company, but you might not be a marketing guru. A lot of leaders and owners just aren't. So instead of trying to figure it out yourself, hire someone that can teach you a little bit about it. And I love doing that. When I hand over a plan, it's like, here's just, it's, this is not just the plan. Do A, B, C, and D. It's like, this is the plan and this is why you should do it. So hopefully as I work with people, they also learn a little bit about marketing. So they feel really confident about what they're investing in. I mean, sometimes when you're growing your business and, and you don't have the time to think about certain things, it's sometimes it's important to consider getting a consultant because it's better than hiding somewhere else full time. Yeah. And those things need to get done. So it's either you do it yourself, mm -hmm. but that means that means that I need to put time into doing something I know I do not know fully, but mm -hmm. needs to get done. And me as a leader, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense to, to reach out to someone that's a professional, get it done, build it, and trek forward. Yeah. And like you said, people, you know, a business owner, an entrepreneur, they're good at doing a lot of different things, especially in the beginning. Um, and it's really tempting to say, this is another thing that I can just do in-house. But the bigger you get, the higher the stakes. And you can make a lot of expensive mistakes <laughs> with your brand and with your marketing that are hard to undo. And no one has time or money for that. So it can feel like an investment at the beginning, but in the long run, it's just going to get you where you want to be faster and cheaper, I believe. I, I agree with you again. I mean, you, could, you, could, you could be functioning under a decision you made nine months ago 
And in incrementally, little by little, you see, all of a sudden you realize it's like, oh, this is not the path we should have gone. But we made the decision <laughs> a month ago. But if we would have mm-hmm. hired a consultant to be like, you know, the professionals told us this, then, you know, you have more security. So I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important too. So you have the expertise part of it. You've, you've been in this field for years and years. You've helped lots of people grow in lots of different ways through all the different stages of the business. Okay. That's one thing. The other thing is just the outside voice as you know, business leaders and owners, we, our business is often a huge part of our life and we just get so inside our bubble that it's hard to have a clear perception of it. You know, it's hard. We're so inside of it. It's hard to have the perspective we need to make some hard decisions and changes. And a, a consultant can come in and help with that. I always like to say the hardest person to help is yourself. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's, <laughs> it's hard. so true. The hardest website that I built was my own, you know, because I'm inside my own head. I have my own set of doubts. I'm, you know, I'm full of like this insider language and, it's like, you really have to come outside of yourself if you're going to communicate clearly and know what's going to resonate. So a, a third party can help you get that perspective um, that helps you just see what you're not seeing or we all blind spots. And yeah. Definitely makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So how, how do you help businesses grow? Okay. Yeah. So I said, when, when, when can you bring me on? Okay, great. What are you going to do when you get there? <laughs> yes. That's great. That's, that's a great question. Um, so the first thing that I do is I'm just going to listen. I believe that listening is a pathway to understanding a pathway to growth. So I want you to just tell me where you are right now, what you're doing and where you want to be. And I'm going to ask you lots of questions. And then I think the most powerful question I'm going to ask is what's your vision, right? What, where do you want to be? And from there, I'll look at your, your business, your marketing, your brand, and I'll just kind of run an analysis on all of it. Okay. I know where you are. I know what you're investing in. I know where you want to be. Now I'll, I'll look at it with a fresh set of eyes. And I'm going to do um, a lot of research on that. And then I'm going to say, okay, these, these are your strengths. These are the things that you need to keep doing. And these are the things you need to leverage for more growth. And then I'm going to do the not so fun part of saying, this is what's not working. <laughs> this is what you need to change. And that's, that's a pathway to understanding. That's a pathway of growth is like going, oh, okay, yeah, this is not working. Even though we started this product a year ago and we love it, it's just not doing what it needs to do. And sometimes it's hard to kill your darlings. There's a, a saying about you have to kill your darlings sometimes. You might love it and love the idea of it, but it's, if it's not working, it's, it's time to leave it behind. So listen, kind of diagnose what's working and not, and then I build you a plan and say, these are the things that you can do usually between like nine and 18 months, just because the world changes so fast now. Um, I mean, look at what we've been through in the last few months. I'll build you a plan and then I'll walk you through it. 
And some of those things that I'll be able to help you with, um, if it's brand development, uh, writing you brand language, integrated marketing plans, those kinds of things. And some of those things, I just have partners that I can refer you to that I trust and go, okay, I'm not going to run your new PPC campaign, but I know a really great guy who can do it for you. So I'll connect you to my network of people. And then you're on your way. Just in case, what's PPC? Pay-per-click advertising. So it's what people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all those things that pop up, like when you're online, the internet bots know where you've been and, oh, you were looking at that watch last week. I'm going to casually pull it to the the front again. (laughs) (laughs) So you click on it and go, yeah, I really do need that watch. So you help, you help point, you work with me to pinpoint my, where I'm at, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I'm assuming you're going to help, you're going to need to help me pinpoint my own messaging and who am I really targeting, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people like to be like, oh, the my entire market is my market. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to help me clean that message up. You're going to help mm-hmm. me understand who that person is that I'm trying to sell to or, or in many industries, right? It could be a service. It could be a product. Could be. Mm-hmm. And I like the phrase that you mentioned about, I'm going to have to what, kill my darlings. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a terrible thing to come out of a mother's mouth. <laughs> no, no, but it makes sense. <laughs> it's how it feels. We feel about some of our little projects. Like this was the best idea that I had. And I've always wanted to do this and it's just not good. <laughs> it takes time or maybe it's too selfish it like serves me and i really like it but it's not serving your audience kind of like how some people buy gifts like my son loves legos and he would love to buy me legos for mother's day (laughs) but it's like but you can't buy presents that you want you need to buy things that mom would want, right? It's the same thing sometimes with our products and services. These are the things we like, but it's not, maybe not what our audience needs. So. So tell me again, the time frame that you mentioned was eight to 10 months. Is that what you said? To come For to, strategic plan? Yeah, to develop I, like a full-blown strategic plan? No, that process is much shorter. Oh. The, okay. But the plan, I, I try to plan out the next you know, nine to 18 months for your business. Oh, okay. So Mm -hmm. it's not like the things you need to do in the next nine to 18 months. These are the things, and I'm going to prioritize that list for you. So you were talking about, okay, you know, what are the things you can help with? Well, every business is something different. Like maybe someone's, you know, they brought me in because they're like, Oh, I just, I'm not getting anything from the campaigns. Like people aren't clicking, people aren't buying. And then that problem might not be that the, the marketing guy is not delivering the ads the right way. It might be that your message is off, that you're not connecting with your audience, that people don't understand what you're selling. So that would be the first thing that we need to clean up. After that, we would, we would go and look at your statistics um, and analytics for your, your ads and see if that's part of the problem too. So prioritizing it is important. That's the strategic part of it. Got it. And I like that you mm-hmm. mentioned that you have a team. So you, because that allows you to focus on what you're good at and then you you mm-hmm. can bring to the table different groups of people and assets that help you achieve that goal. So you have, so what does your team look like? You have a person for 
like a master in Facebook ads or funneling? <laughs> so my team is like a network of partners right uh-huh. now. Um, and like marketing is such a broad field. Like any field is broad, but marketing has the same way. You have the, the strategic end of marketing. Um, this is how we want to grow and this is how we need to do it. And this is the time frame that we need to do it in. And this is how much money we have to do with it. Then there is the, the brand end of marketing, develop, developing your brand, your story, who, you know, what people say about you when you're not in the room. That's one way that people define brand. It's your reputation um, and all the collateral that goes with it. Writing, copywriting is a huge part of marketing. Um, what is clarity, those things. What is copywriting? It's a, new, Copy- it's a new term for me because I'm diving into myself, also learning how to market my podcast, stuff like that. And I've been seeing this term copywriting. And I'm sure Copy- a lot of people don't know what that is. Sure. I, yes. Copywriting is just writing for a specific purpose. So let's say that you develop a new campaign um, and you're reaching, I'll just use my school experience, right? We, we need to grow our preschool. So we're going to reach out to preschool parents and we developed a, a campaign about how our school is small and safe and family oriented, right? Well, that's an idea. That's great. That's the campaign idea. But then there's the actual words that have to go on the website, the words that have to go on the ads, the words that have to go um, in maybe the blog that you write or the press release that you write or the little flyer that you give out at admissions time. So it's basically the words that go on the paper in all those different forms. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I know I, I cut you off as you were explaining. No, no, that's okay. There's brand. copywriting. There's social media. That's a there's social media advertising. There's online advertising. So there's all these different areas that, and there's website development. <laughs> there's printing. Um, there's signage. So no one is good at all those things because it's kind of like a right brain, left brain thing right? Mm -hmm. Some people are better at the analytics. Some people are better at design. Some people are better at strategy. We're all good at different things. Um, so my gifts are in strategy in messaging, um, and identifying what's working or not working brand development, um, telling your story, those kinds of things. And then I have partners that are good at website development and partners that are good at, okay, I want to run this campaign now. Here's the here's the message. You put it on Google and get all the little ad bots to do what they need to do behind the scenes. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. I think I yeah. think having partners is important, especially nowadays, and it allows you to 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 have a much better so like a solution offering to your client. And then when I go to you, I go to you, and I don't have to worry about anything else. Right, and I think it's, it's about not diluting your product. I could, I've done all of those things in some way, way or shape or form, which is good. You should know what goes into all those things so you can support each other or especially your teammates in them. Um, but I don't want to design a crappy website for you. I want you to have a great website and I want you to have great online advertising and I want you to have great messaging. So I'm going to focus on what I'm great at and find someone else great to do those things for you. And, um, marketing 
also has to be managed, right? That's why you have a marketing director, or maybe if you don't have a marketing director, a consultant can manage those things for you. You know, Dana, I want to build a new website. I want you to oversee that. You're going to find the developer. You're going to find the guy who's going to do the SEO. You're going to find the designer that'll bring me a brand board. You're going to, you, you, I want you to write my messaging and then I want you to manage it and make sure what comes out the other end is what it needs to be. Cause that can be very frustrating for a business owner. I want to build a website. Well, you need five people to build a website. A good one. I can definitely understand. It's like construction management. <laughs> <laughs> We're building you a building, sir. Yeah, it's kind digital. of. It's just a digital building. Yeah. It's your first location. So I know that uh, we are, we're running out of time, but I want to keep you. What is it like working with you? That's a good question. Um, I have a guiding philosophy. I think every business and um, organization should have one. Other people call it a value statement or a manifesto, but it's what I'm shooting for every time I work with uh, a client or a team. So first thing is you can expect that I'm going to dig for the root of the problem. I, I like to say, I, let's not put out fires. Let's not run around putting out fires. Let's take away the matches, right? Let's find the root of the problem. So I'm going to help you do that. I believe that listening is really important. I believe it's the sincerest form of respect and the foundation for building trust. So you can expect that I'm going to listen to you and ask questions to make sure I understand you and your business, um, your struggles and your dreams. I try to make things as simple and clear as possible. Life is confusing as it is. Uh, we are bombarded with messages, thousands of them every day. The ones that win are the ones that are clear and simple. And so I, I want to do the hard work of being clear and simple um, in communications, marketing, and, and planning. It serves everybody. And then... I believe in creating shared understanding. I think when we understand our obstacles and each other, we move forward together. So those are the things that I work for every day when I serve my clients. And I would love to serve anyone out there. I'm so excited to be, you know, getting off the ground. And if you're interested in working with me, the first thing that you need to do is set up a consultation online. So if you go to my website, Alejandro, will you put this in the show notes? Yes, of yes. course. Of it's course. Awesome. Because my name is hard to spell. Um, <laughs> but my website is DanaMKirkoff.com. And you can, there's a little button up in the right corner. You can schedule a consultation. That's the first step. Uh, if you want to get to know me a little bit better, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Dana underscore M underscore Kirkoff. And I would just love to meet you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be starting and helping people grow in whatever ways that they need it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I have to say, Dana is is very very friendly and awesome and even during our conversation she was asking me questions about my podcast and already <laughs> dropping dropping knowledge on me you know and I was like this is great this is great so um, feel free to reach out you'll find the information in the show notes yeah um, Dana thank you so much for joining me today uh, and sharing your story and good luck Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a true honor and a pleasure. And uh, 
all the best to you and yours as well. 